the barriers that we identified and that were consistent with um, uh, other countries as well were that uh, female, they have necessary skill. However, they tend to believe that they lack these skills and knowledge and experience to start a business. Um, and we found that women have a fear of, fear of failure. They are risk averse. Um, they calculate their steps, uh, whereas male just look and like it and like it, uh, the idea and they jump right at it. And um, we also found out that a female tend to have smaller and if there are networks, they tend to be less, less effective. Um, for a number of reasons. Uh, and then another one is your obvious cultural and societal barriers that uh, women deal with. Uh, but another most important one was uh, consistently women struggle to find finances for their business. And the way finance or funders view uh, entrepreneurship, they, they trust the male um, more in running a business than they, 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 they would with a female. So those are the barriers that we identified um, in the study. Welcome to the Mass Thoughts podcast. My name is Michelle Muda. This is a podcast for Africa's opportunity seekers, problem solvers, future shapers, world builders, and entrepreneurs. This podcast is meant to be a platform to encourage, empower, and educate young people in Africa on entrepreneurship, startups, and business. My name is Dr. Nondobego Mabizela from the Alan Gray Opus Foundation, um, an organization that was fine, founded to contribute to an equitable South Africa flourishing uh, with meaningful employment. Um, so we really uh, try to cultivate high impact and responsible entrepreneurship in South Africa. Um, we also offer uh, scholarships to give uh, people access to education over and above training them to be entrepreneurs. So um, what do I do for the organization? I'm the head of impact assurance. Uh, what that means is I head up a function that's responsible for monitoring and evaluation. We do research for the organization. We do transporting through business intelligence as well as managing the knowledge and data for the organization. So uh, we transport, we enhance information to produce insights and we celebrate the organization's success. And we also measure impact on an ongoing basis. So which means we support the program's implementation to ensure that our interventions are leading to intended impact that's incredible um what does high impact entrepreneurship um mean to you yeah so we specifically referring to high impact because high impact businesses result in massive job creation and um just going back to our vision where we just really want to contribute towards um alleviating poverty in south africa through job creation so through these high impact and responsible businesses um a number of jobs will be in uh, will, will be created and we respond to and to be NDP goals by the government where they're focusing on um, generating uh, employment in South Africa. That's incredible. Mm. Um, you know, just before we get into this um, research that you guys recently did, yes. um, can you give a brief sort of um, overview of the programs you have available for entrepreneurs um, in the organization? Yeah. So 
I once again will select uh, young individuals across South Africa who have the potential to become high impact entrepreneurs who want to be change agents uh, and who want to make a difference um, in South Africa. So our support um, is split into two. We have individuals who are in high school and we have a program for university students where in one year we invite in about 200 uh, program participants. Um, so currently we have about 1,194 in total. So the support we give them is full academic support where we pay full cost of tuition, full cost of accommodation, meals, books, tutoring, whatever you can think, uh, whatever the needs um, are for them being at an institution. But our main focus is the entrepreneurial support that I was talking about where um, we they have access to our online learning campus, uh, they get mentorship one-on-one, -on -one, that wraparound support that gets towards really supporting them and ensuring that they are successful individuals, but both academically and entrepreneurially. Uh, they also have access to a community of other high impact responsible into, uh, uh, individuals. And they also get access to entrepreneurial seminars, workshop and annual um, and other annual uh, events. So it's really an co a comprehensive approach towards supporting an individual. And a lot of money and energy was invested um, to support these young uh, South Africans. It definitely sounds that way. Mm. And like a really, really deep and meaningful investment um, in young people as well. Yes. Which you don't necessarily see across the ecosystem where, you know, something is available to high school students mm. and university students focusing on entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, why do you think that was important? You know, because, you know, the ecosystem often is just looking at people that have, you know, they've gone through education and are now sort of um, in the working world and yeah. already starting businesses. And we try to enable them. But you guys specifically focus on very young people, you know, mm. high school and university. Yeah. Why is that so important? Yeah, it's important because, again, like I mentioned, it goes back to the vision uh, Mr. Alan Gray, our founder, had at the beginning, where we identified those initiatives that would really shift the needle and shift the dial and make a, a big difference in South Africa. So. Um, um, we knew that uh, from the get-go that it's through education and it's through empowering them to be entrepreneurs. And those who don't end up being entrepreneurs, they end up making a difference wherever, wherever it is um, uh, where they go. So we exist uh, not only in, in South Africa, we're in Swaziland, Namibia and Botswana. So it's really aggressively um, tackling um, these issues. And um, why such a young age? It's because we realize that entrepreneurship, number one, can be taught. And we start young to give these young individuals an opportunity to experiment, to make mistakes, and not only encounter these uh, these issues and uh, challenges associated with starting a business when they are much older. So we do not have uh, such a larger pool of entrepreneurs taking up of, of of South Africans taking up entrepreneurship because they never had that experience. Uh, they never had that learning by experience making mistakes. Uh, they only start engaging in entrepreneurship when uh, there's a lot uh, relying on them. Um, there's a lot that's at stake. So really, this is an opportunity that empowers them. Uh, it mentors them. Um, and they have time to start and fail and shape their ideas um, over time. That is so true. I think mm. 
it's such a overlooked um, perspective that you know giving someone time to experiment to fail to learn mm. to grow within who they are through mentorship and support i think it gets overlooked a lot um in the entrepreneurial journey definitely and i think it's really really valuable that you guys think about this and you and you and you think meaningfully about it yes. um so you know a few weeks ago i got a, a, an email and someone said hey look um we've done this incredible research um specifically focusing on the challenges that women face in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and you know i get a bunch of emails of people saying hey can you interview this person and that person mm-hmm. but this stuck out mostly for me because it was focused on something that i think the ecosystem really misses sometimes mm-hmm. which is really focusing on women can you talk a bit about the research um and what you guys found okay so i'll start by explaining why we decided to uh, commission and conduct this research um so first yes, of please. all uh, as i mentioned we select from a diverse pool of individuals in south africa and we have managed to attract a larger pool of females so the expectation was that would have more female taking up entrepreneurship as aggressively as male was seem to be doing however our experience was uh, yes we did have female entrepreneurs but male were uh, taking up this opportunity in large numbers uh, compared to female and we wanted to address this and we wanted to support our female entrepreneurs so so the study looked at what are the barriers um that uh, women are facing why are they not taking up uh, entrepreneurship what's motivating them um and um like and what can we do uh, to support so you don't only end up at um unpacking and understanding these barriers you wanted to turn them into enablers uh, so that we have uh, a bigger pool of of female entrepreneurs so that's where the study uh, started and we engaged with different stakeholders um who had similar issues we um we 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 unpacked the research we looked at other countries um uh, outside south africa what are they doing to to support uh, this and um what are they unpacking as barriers and enablers of entrepreneurship specifically looking at female and um the barriers that we identified and that were consistent with um uh, other countries as well were that uh, female they have necessary skill however they tend to believe that they lack these skills and knowledge and experience to start a business um and we found mm-hmm. that women have a fear of fear of failure they are risk averse um they calculate their steps uh, whereas male just look and like it and like it, uh, the idea and they jump right at it and um we also found out that a uh, female tend to have smaller and if there are networks they tend to be less def- less effective um for a number of reasons uh, and then another one is your obvious cultural and societal barriers that uh, women deal with uh, but another most important one was uh, consistently women struggle to find finances for their business and the way finance mm-hmm. or funders view uh entrepreneurship they they trust the male um more in running a business than they 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 would with a female so those are the barriers that we identified um uh, in the study yeah th- there's a lot to unpack there mm. um, but i just want to start with the phrase that you mentioned which was 
um, turning those barriers to entry into enablers, mm-hmm. right? So the things that are commonly blocking women from growing into entrepreneurship, changing yeah. those things into um, you know things that they can use to actually go into it. Um, can you go back, go into a bit of um, what those sort of barriers might be, and how we can sort of possibly just like shift the way in which they work yeah. to make them benefit women more in yeah. their entrepreneurial pursuit? Yeah. So in doing this, we uh, we interviewed women who have not started business and understanding what those barriers were for them. And we also engage with women who have started businesses and are successful at it just to understand how they turned these barriers into into enablers. So what came about uh, from that, and we have as a result used it to um, to to enhance or to change our program or our support uh, towards them. So one enabler looked at the education skills, uh, the experience, and we have built into our program in, um, we have built into our program like an education and experiential learning and sessions that are geared towards empowering women. And another thing that we did in our studies is we did not exclude male because we are going to be successful um, uh, in tackling these issues when we include everybody who is a player uh, and uh, who is responsible for some of these uh, derailers uh, as well. So we did include the view of the man and the perception of the man, where they felt as well that they, women need more role models um, in entrepreneurship. So we're needing to profile these success stories for women so that they can realize that it, it's it's really important. So women need the support. We need to elevate this problem and tackle aggressively um, the funding issue. Like who do we partner with? How do we partner for impact? Be it the government, the banks. Uh, that is why for our ecosystem uh, forum and the round table, it did not only include us sharing and unpacking. There were other members of the society in the media who are who want to partner with us in in just exposing this is the choice of word for now and just making sure that there is awareness <laughs> yeah and i think that awareness is is is, is critical right because mm-hmm. i think that helps people really understand that there is a challenge here and yeah more people need to be focusing on it and yeah. um one of the things you mentioned was around access to finance mm-hmm. and possibly financial institutions mm-hmm. looking at women starting businesses mm-hmm. as being a riskier investment than, say, a man doing it. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think that exists? And also, you know, h- how are we still here at this day and age? You know, it's so terrifying to think that financial institutions still think this way. And even, you know, investment companies still think this way. So, um to encourage uh, investment in women's businesses, uh, we really need to first realize that uh, this is a systematic um, issue. Uh, it's a systematic challenge. It's historic. And it starts with education, number one. Um, educating both the women and the men. The men to realize the importance for women entrepreneurship and the women to understand how they navigate um, um, the, the finance world. Um, Earlier on, I did refer to a higher of a higher number or a higher percentage of male being successful at at, at securing uh, funding for their businesses compared to a female who had a smaller chance um, of succeeding, and. Um, 
yeah, I think over and above just the education, it's just to realize that uh, the more the biggest motivation for women starting businesses is to respond and to give back to communities. It largely responds to societal issues. It's not just about them um, uh, getting money uh, and for financial sec security. So the more women uh, we have starting businesses, uh, it will help alleviate some of the challenges we're facing in the country. That is such a, a, a valuable insight as well, just that women are starting mm. businesses not just to you know, make money, but to actually solve meaningful problems. Um, with the yeah, sort yeah. of um, programs that you have, where you're really focusing on mm. high-impact entrepreneurs that not only just you know, mm -hmm. have a really great business case, but have a really um, big investment in solving big problems. What sort of um, things yes. have you seen um, that women are building that have been really, really fascinating to you? Sorry, I missed the last part of your question. Could you please repeat? Oh, no worries. I'm going to have to edit this <laughs> really, really well. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, yes. So um, with women really focusing on solving really big problems in society as being the really big yes. motivation um, for why they're starting their businesses, what are the things that you've yes. seen with the entrepreneurs that you've engaged with um, around mm -hmm. the problems that they're solving and the things that they're really focused on? So, yeah, I mean, as mentioned before, a larger pool of them respond to societal need. Um, like I can mention a number of business, but I'm afraid if I mention a few, it will appear like I have favorites. Um, <laughs> but what we're seeing with, uh, yeah, so what we're seeing with, um, with females who have started businesses is, again, responding to um to, to societal needs. And over and above that, the willingness women have um, in sharing their learnings uh, from the journey that have uh, that they've taken is really overwhelming. And we're seeing it in our, in, in our society where they come back and they train and they teach and they even mentor other females. So it's really encouraging um, that they don't only about the care, they don't only care about the, the society that's helping them generate income, but they come back to share uh, their learnings. And it's, it's one of the things that was highlighted and we have built into our program to say, we need more role models. We need we need more mentorship um, for other potential uh, females. And uh, exposure to startup and entrepreneurs, uh, like I said, the benefits and the and the privilege that we have for our program is we are um, with them when they are still studying, when they're still naive, when they're still out there and trying things out to fail. So the more we encourage them this side um, uh, that allows them to make mistake, the better. And um, so one thing I need to mention, though, uh, that we have highlighted as a success is um, the foundation has more female taking up uh, entrepreneurship uh, compared to other similar organizations um, in the country and uh, compared to other like uh, industries that we have compared ourselves even in, in, internationally. So we're doing something, we're just not getting um, a, a pool as big as, um, as maize. Yeah. Um, what do you think organizations, I mean, you've spoken about how you guys have, you know, much better, um, um, you're doing much better at this, but how do you think entrepreneurial programs, incubators, funders, how do you better design programs 
for women and really making sure that it enables and empowers them in the way that they really need it. Yeah. So first of all, you do not design it any different uh, for female. You just make sure that they have the same access as male do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so meaning access to networks, access to finances. Uh, and we also need to aggressively tackle all the cultural um, uh, issues that uh, stand in the way of women being successful in, in, in entrepreneurship. So yes, talking about more females being successful is one of them, but you do not create a special world um, that is safe for them to, to succeed. You just need to give them the same opportunities um, that uh, made men uh, being successful in, uh, in entrepreneurship. So it starts there with education, with training, with motivation, with addressing um, all the barriers that I was talking about, turning them into enablers. Yeah. So I I think like my thinking is like um, making it Mm. more biased towards women. I think Mm -hmm. the ecosystem has been Mm -hmm. so incredibly focused on just like um, enabling men way more. And like it, 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 it. how do you even begin to really broaden the access to resources, networks, mentors, mm-hmm. um, specifically for women and meeting them where they are? Yeah. By talking about it, by having more of these conversations, by having more of the media roundtable, but just creating this awareness so that it gets to the right ears. Uh, The media needs to know, you need to know, we need to speak out about organizations such as ours. People need to know about these opportunities and we need more of these opportunities. So I agree with you. We need to elevate it to these exciting conversations that we're having um, uh, today. So the more we talk about it, the more we create awareness, the more we support, uh, the more we're loud about it is is what's gonna uh, help resolve this issue yeah and we know what it takes for one to be successful in entrepreneurship we just need to make sure that we expose as many uh, as many females to it and make sure that they benefit from it um, and they are supported in that journey uh, as possible yeah that's so meaningful mm-hmm. I, I really you know I, I wish we could go through each and every um, data set and conclusion you guys have built out but obviously we can't do yeah, that yeah. but i think i really really but, encourage everyone yeah. that that listens to the podcast just to take the time yeah, to yeah. read through everything you guys have, have really put together thank you so much but what i can share lastly is that the rec- the report that we put together is not confidential uh so if anybody needs it we're willing to share uh, because, it, because it unpacks the barriers like i've mentioned the enablers and how we're supporting our own community uh so that we have a bigger pool of female entrepreneurs so very willing to share the learnings yeah um was there anything that surprised you in the data and the the the, the research yeah so the number one the deferring view uh from people who we engaged with um this there doesn't seem to be that sweet spot of um if you do this then it's all gonna fall into place um so people are motivated by different things so we just need to pivot um as um the needs um take us so female have different challenges even those who have have been successful i think that's the challenge with this thing is there isn't that sweet spot there isn't that 
um, if we do the magic wand, if we do this, then it all falls into mm. place. Mm. We wish there was, yeah. yeah. So that's what's challenging about this. Yeah, I really hope that this is, becomes like a catalyst for people to really start thinking more consciously about Definitely. how to really help way more women get into business, building the things that they believe in. Because I really think this is the most important of work. Um, what is your yeah, hope for um, the ecosystem um, in South Africa or across the continent in terms of um, you know, the state of entrepreneurship for women? Um, what, what hopes do you have for how the ecosystem can evolve and change in order to better serve women and, and, and really, really um, start uh, tackling these challenges and, ch- and turning those mm-hmm. barriers into those enablers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, first of all, I just wish our news headlines could change. Um, mm. uh, we've been reading the same news for as long as I can remember, and we need to start directing our attention and efforts towards uh, creating awareness around entrepreneurship and its positive benefits. Um, so, we need to uh, have the ecosystem talking to the relevant stakeholders. I keep going to, we need to partner for impact um, for the good of the country. Um, We really, really need to aggressively respond uh, to these issues. So interestingly, this study was produced last year, but the conversations that we have had with different stakeholders have been endless. um, uh, And they will continue until we we, we address this issue until we have these barriers uh, becoming enablers. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mashudu. It's been a great conversation.